It's Friday, and time for another episode of Here's to Your Health. This is Dr. Jerry Tolbert. I'm a board-certified family medicine physician in Northern Kentucky, and I, over the last week, have been creating a podcast to bring to light some healthcare issues, to answer some healthcare questions, and to bust some healthcare myths. Today, we're going to talk about uh, something that is important for everybody, and it's something that is in the news today. Uh, there was an article that came out of BMC Emergency Medicine that shows a person's physical fitness actually restricts the amount of time that they can correctly perform external chest compressions, uh, external chest compressions being the core of what we call CPR, uh, which stands for cardiopulmonary resuscitation. It's emergency rescue for people that have sustained some insult to their cardiac muscle that's caused their heart to stop. Essentially, uh, the recommendations right now from the American Heart Association state that good, high-quality external chest compressions are the key to performing CPR. There are other parts of CPR, including airway management and rescue breathing, but the most important part, based on the studies that have been performed in the field, are the chest compressions, and they need to be done properly in order to be effective, and that's something I want to talk about today. If you haven't taken a CPR course, I would encourage you to do so, especially if you have children. Uh, There is a huge benefit to knowing uh, CPR and being able to perform it in dire need. And the more you practice it in, in the case of taking the classes, the more likely you are to be able to do it correctly and effectively if the situation were to ever arise. So today's article actually brings up a pretty good point in that if you have a higher BMI or body mass index and a lower level of fitness, your ability to do high-quality chest compressions to the appropriate depth will actually decrease by three minutes into the process. Now, three minutes seems like a a very short period of time when it comes to just general time keeping, but in terms of CPR, three minutes is, is a very long time. And there are good indicators that if you've been doing chest compressions for three minutes, that it's good to switch out. And the article actually recommends two minutes switching who's doing the chest compressions. Now, sometimes you're the only one there and you have to do the chest compressions yourself, but if if at all possible, this article makes a good recommendation that if you have any feeling that you're getting fatigued or tired, that it's best to just go ahead and switch out at the two-minute mark in order to preserve good, high-quality compressions. The the compression-to-ventilation ratio, which is how many times you push on the chest before you breathe, is recommended to be 30 to 2 right now. So 30 pushes on the chest for two breaths, 30 pushes on the chest, then two breaths, then 30 pushes on the chest, then two breaths. And, and actually, there was an article yesterday that was talking about using um, music to help train the rhythm for those. And, you know, the question was, are there songs that work better in order to get you to do the chest compressions at the right rate? And 100 compressions per minute is sort of the the goal rate for appropriate and effective uh, chest compressions. 
and the songs that they had tried out, one was Achy Breaky Heart, and um, right now the, the other song escapes me, but honestly, neither of them in their study actually proved to be very effective. One thing that when we were going through training that we used, which did seem to work fairly well, though it may be less well known, was uh, Barracuda, uh, which is a, a song by heart. Uh, that I will play a snippet of here in just a few minutes. But uh, again, the key is getting those compressions in uh, and getting them in quickly, but not so quickly that the heart doesn't have time to refill. So uh, again, 100 pushes per minute, so that means that you really would get through three cycles easily within a minute. Uh, So that's 90 compressions in less than a minute. That's a lot. And so if your activity level or your your physical fitness level is low, you are going to get tired trying to do that. So Again, if you're ever in a situation where an emergency rises, somebody's heart stops and you're doing CPR, if there's another person there, after two minutes of chest compressions at a 30 to 2 ratio, you want to switch out if at all possible so that you don't get fatigued and and stop doing good, high-quality CPR. A little plug here for next week's podcasts. On Monday, I'm already working on a podcast talking about something called the Sustainable Growth Rate, or the SGR, which is a physician compensation model that Medicare, essentially Medicare reimbursement is based on. I hope that you'll join me on Monday when we have a little bit of a discussion about what that means and the 30% cut that will go into effect at the end of December if something isn't done about it. Again, this is Dr. Jerry Tolbert. I hope you have a great weekend, and here's to your health. The contents of this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, The physicians involved do not in any way guarantee or warrant the accuracy, completeness, or usefulness of any of the messages presented herein, and will not be responsible for any of the content of any message. For all medical questions, always consult your personal physician for any specific medical advice.